This is the Zone Sports Network. Back to Joe and he'll flush. And it's time to hear from the best looking, most charismatic, and certainly the most intelligent member of the Utah Jazz. Jingle Bells! Joe Ingles. Gives it back to Joe till the cop slams it in. And yes, for the record, Joe wrote this introduction. This is the Joe Ingles Show (laughs) with DJ and PK. Who? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Time to welcome in Joe Ingles from Los Angeles. Joe, good morning. Good morning. (laughs) Where's the energy? Where's the vitality? Where's the spirit that is Joe Ingles? Good morning. I was, uh... Really excited to do this, and then I forgot that I was an hour ahead of you, so I had to get up an hour early. Right. <laughs> 9.30 in Utah is 8.30 in L.A. Yeah, And, and you- I'm usually up earlier than that, but without the kids and obviously a game at night, I was going to have a little sleep in and enjoy it, but it's fine. I'm, I'm doing all right. All right. So another another day, another W. Do you find these routine? Do you find every game is a little different, so it isn't routine because different teams, different challenges. I'm curious because man, the wins are really piling up at this point. How does it feel from inside the locker room? Yeah, I mean it's, I mean it's nice to win. Obviously, um, there's no, no better feeling. Obviously, kind of regardless of how you play individually or as a team, if, if you could figure out how to win at the end of the day, that's obviously the, the goal. So um, they're not all going to be pretty. We're not going to blow everyone out by 20 and just kind of cruise through the the season. And I mean, I think everyone, every team is going to be somewhat different. Um, they're going to play out differently. They're going to have different adversity that they're facing that it might make the some guys, some other guys play harder or play more, which is different to what you're used to or, or whatever. So, um, I mean, last night we obviously, I mean, it was kind of, it was kind of like that team that, that Doc had that that they didn't really have a, a quote unquote superstar, but they they all played well together and they kind of had that little run um, in either Doc's last year, or second to last year, or whatever it was. So. That's kind of what it felt like. They were they were out there, and obviously the the ball moves a bit more because they don't have Kawhi and PG, and that's not taking anything away from those guys. But when they've got them out there, obviously they they feed them, and and Kawhi's great in those those post ups and stuff like that. And and PG plays a lot of, of pick and roll, so it was it was it, it was a different challenge because we weren't sure if um, uh, I think PG was always out, but Kawhi was kind of fifty fifty, so. It, uh, it was good to get a, another win, and yeah, the hard part is, I mean, we've done this, I think we've done this twice this year. Um, the hard part is, is honestly playing the same team again. Um, it's hard to beat an NBA team once, let alone twice in a row. So um, I'm assuming, we're assuming they'll get someone back or a couple of their guys back. Um, so yeah, we'll be ready for, it'll be a bit of a different game probably, but yeah, we obviously have the same same kind of mindset of just whoever's kind of out there, um, do what we do, and, and like you said, hopefully get another win. So, but as far as the no travel, do you like this opportunity to just be in one place and get two games out of it? I mean, it's much nicer than having to jump on a plane last night and go somewhere else. Um, I mean, we, we, 
played the game, we were back at the hotel by 9.30 or whatever it was and um, were able to get some food. And um, I mean, it's still, I think a lot of guys, you still can't go right to sleep after the game or anything like that. But to just, yeah, just to be, walk up to your room and um, after seeing what Renee and the kids <laughs> were doing in the snow yesterday and how high it was, um, the the sun is out here and I was walking around in a t-shirt yesterday. So nice for, for that little change, but um, yeah, I'll be excited to go home too whenever we're done with this. Joe Ingles joining us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, Quinn got a question in his post-game Zoom about you and you playing your best basketball and uh, why that might be, and he gave a, uh, a long, detailed, thorough answer. And uh, you hate talking about yourself, but you are playing well, and I think some people at 33 would, think, would expect a guy to kind of uh, you know, plateau or taper off. How would you explain this if somebody said, asked you, how, how are you doing this? Why are you kicking A, Joe? Let's get to the point. <laughs> That's well, not going to help him answer it. There's still a chance I'm going to plateau and fall off. <laughs> you guys have <laughs> talked it into fruition, so it's probably going to happen. But um, no, I mean, I mean, I got the I got the same question or a similar one um, about coach. Why he's such a good coach? So <laughs> we we obviously uh, had to answer a similar question. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I said to you guys, I mean, obviously you guys and, and everyone that listened and watched us last year, I was a little bit uncomfortable coming off the bench last year, and I don't mean that in terms of not not accepting that role or not wanting to do it, but I just I, I just didn't, um, especially at the start of the year, obviously. Um, yeah, I just couldn't find a rhythm. I just couldn't get going. I couldn't find a rhythm. It, it, it was different. Um, again, I'm not saying I didn't want to do it or I was against it or, or anything like that I just I hadn't done it for I don't even know what it was three or four years here and, and kind of every summer with the national team and other teams I've been on so um, it, it was really different for me um, and then obviously with the, the last year was a bit of a mess kind of regardless that Mike got injured so I started and then he came back and then the bubble happened and then Boyan was out and so it was a bit of a mess but um I mean, I just yeah, I don't know, everything. Everything is. I mean, I'm in. A, I'm just in a good spot, I guess. I, um, I I've, I've always loved playing. Obviously, that's no no question with with that. And that's ninety nine point nine Quinn's. Um, I don't know, not, not his fault, but the the re, Quinn's reasoning. Because I mean, before I got. To, to Utah, as I've spoken about before, like I, I really wasn't enjoying playing basketball. It was my kind of last chance of let's try and figure out if I can get back to this kind of love for it, and um, or or I'll be back in <clears throat> be back in the NBL in Australia. So um, he, he's a, obviously a big part of it, and I think having a pretty solid and amazing kind of support system at home with, with Renee and the kids and the, the kids are great. And, and you know, the new little guy, Jack is doing really well. And, and obviously it's Renee is doing really well. I think it's, it's been really tough on her in terms of not being able to get home or have some family come over. Like no one's, no one's met our third child yet or anything, which uh, it is hard, but just having, having all their support and, 
there's days I'm like, man, I should be doing more to help Renee, and she pushes me out the door to go and get shots up or get treatment. And um, I, I think just overall as a as a whole, and I mean, I don't want to say I'm having my best year or not or whatever the stats or numbers or anything say, but I, I just I'm just in a, yeah, I'm in a really good spot. I'm I'm happy. Um, and yeah, it's. It, I mean, at the end of the day, it also helps when when everyone in your team's playing well and you're moving the ball and you're playing a, a really cool style to fit your team. And um, yeah, everything everything's in a in a good spot. So, what do you anticipate happening to your game when Conley comes back? Um, I mean, I'll go to the bench. Is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah, okay, you go to the bench, which I, I don't know that that's necessarily a guarantee, but if you want to go that way, how are you going to be able to maintain your pro- productivity if that's what happens, you are coming off the bench? Um, I mean, I feel like I was playing pretty well and productive when he was playing too. Um, right, I would agree. I think the uh, like the, the biggest and obvious difference which, difference which people realize is obviously I'll, I'll – I'll, I'll obviously have the ball a little bit less, um, which is which is fine by me. It's not a it's not a, a bad thing, um, and, and we'll we'll figure it out again. We'll I think I miss those whatever I miss four games or whatever. Then Donovan missed a couple. Um, obviously, Mike's missed um, kind of five or six, whatever it's been now. But um, we'll we'll just figure it out. We, we we've got a great team with that. Um, I think when previous to Mike's injury we would I would come off the bench obviously I think for him at the start and then he would come back in and we'd finish the quarter together and um, I mean there's so many possessions in a game I, I think the way we play and the, the style Quinn has us playing and the pace we're playing at, I mean there's enough possessions for, for all of our guys that are, are creators or um, not need the ball, but are obviously effective with the ball in our hands. There's enough possession for us all to, to, to kind of have it for a little bit. And Again, the thing that is the best thing at the end of the day is that there, there is no egos. There is no... Like, I want Mike to come back probably more than anyone. Like, it's not... I'm not trying to... Sitting in my hotel room hoping Mike's out another game so I can go and shoot some more threes and play a few more minutes. Um, I, I want him back more than anyone and um, when, when he gets back we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out but uh, I have no doubt there'll be no issues with it. Alright, let's get to some of the fun stuff and I hear from people now all the time <laughs> as they watch the games because they know we're going to talk to you once a week. So Ben Simmons comes out for Philadelphia and, and he is hot, right? I mean, he got to 10 points like that and there's a timeout and you guys are crossing paths going to the bench and he had something to say to you and he had a little smirk and a grin maybe you had a little one what was was he just letting you have it was that an australian thing right there um honestly can't even remember which is bad but (laughs) it it definitely wasn't anything bad i mean i've I've obviously known ben for a little bit and um i'm hoping he uh he plays with the national team this summer and all that happens. So I'm, I'm obviously happy. Um, I think I think the same as kind of what I was saying. I think I think he's in a really good spot. I, I think he kind of mentally, <clears throat> he always has these questions over why isn't he shooting the ball or not shooting the ball outside the paint or, or whatever. It's like, well, it's, it, I mean, it's like Rudy to a certain extent. Like, why would you shoot outside the paint when you don't need to? Like he. <laughs> 
what do you have? Forty? I think he had forty-two or forty-four or whatever it was. And uh, someone someone showed us a shot chart after the game. It was like he took one shot outside of the outside of the paint for the game and had forty-two points. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I think uh, I think he's in a good spot, and, and I'm happy for him. And um, yeah, it was good to see him. Um, I mean, I think it, uh, he fouled me one time, but. Um, yeah, just a bit of talking with a <laughs> with a buddy, and um, yeah, like I said, uh, I mean, honestly, I hope he I hope he plays this summer and um, can actually play with him. It'd be it'd be fun to play with him. So we have the Stockton shot to put the Jazz in the finals is the greatest shot. I think I witnessed the greatest play: O'Neal to Bogdanovich, Bogdanovich behind the back in midair. Mitchell, I've never seen a cross-court, corner-to-corner pass. Never. I've been watching ball longer than you've been alive, and I've never seen that. And so that ball's coming there. Well, in order for this to be the greatest play in Jazz history, you got to make the three, and you do. Did you think at that any, time, wow. Was there any doubt? Was there any doubt? That wasn't for me, but maybe for some doubters, and I'm not. I've always been your biggest fan. I mean, there's Renai and the kids, and then there's PK, and you put us all together. We're all in the same boat there. But I was just praying <laughs> the one shot because in order to have the best play, you got to make the shot. Any any concern about that? Were you nervous at all? No, I wasn't nervous. The whole thing happened so quickly. I was I was honestly just glad I got an extra shot up. To be honest. Um, no, I mean it was a, I mean it was a pretty crazy play, and yeah, um, I think the one of the funny parts about it is when uh, whoever I think you said Royce drove when Royce drove first, yeah, something had obviously happened in that play. I, I was standing at the half court, like I was ready to. I guess I assumed either Royce was going to shoot it or Boyan or Donovan, someone was going to shoot it out of those right. three, and <clears throat> me and. Uh, Rudy, I think it was. There was two of them. It was myself and someone else were standing at the half court, and I saw it all play out. And then um, I saw Donovan get it, and I was obviously it happens in a split second. It doesn't happen this slowly. <laughs> um, but in my head, I was like, "Oh, that like Brooke Lopez is going to have to take me if I just like come into play a little bit." Um, and then I didn't think he saw me, so I was like, oh, "I'll get." a bit further to the corner. Um, again, this obviously happens much quicker, but I ran to the corner and I I didn't, I, you guys probably know, I didn't know how much was on the shot clock, but I knew there wasn't much on the shot clock because I've, I've obviously what had happened. Like I I think I might've had the ball to start. There was something, something happened before Royce got it and then Royce and then Boyan and Donovan, he held it. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to run to the corner and see if it, if Donovan can make a pass if not he's probably going to shoot it and off the run back so um yeah it just kind of happened the way it happened and i just knew when he threw it that i again i don't know exactly what the time was but i just was assuming and pretty confident in my mind i had to shoot it so um it makes it a lot easier to not have to think about it when you know in your mind the shot clock's down and you have to shoot it anyway so um it was a hell of a pass though i've never seen i mean i've I've played a lot. I've played a lot of games. I've played with some pretty good passes. I've played with some great point guards, uh, great passes, but I've never had... It went, like, almost over the hoop to get to me for me to then shoot it into the hoop. (laughs) 
That was a pretty good post-game riff you had, though, on him and playing baseball and your little impersonation of him. That was rock solid. Had you been working on that on a, on the team bus? Well, had you worn him out with that before? Baseball thing is, this whole baseball thing is we've actually got a – I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about gambling. We actually <laughs> – we've got a bet that he he thinks he is this, like, the guy that just signed for – what did he sign for yesterday? $350 million. Is he a pitcher? Oh, the Padres. Yeah, Fernando Tatis shortstop. Jr., shortstop. Yeah. Uh, well, whoever the best pitcher in the world that gets a lot of money, he thinks he's him. <laughs> and I've never played baseball in my life. I've played cricket, which is kind of similar um, to a certain extent. The batter stands there. You stand in a different position. The bat's a bit different, but someone throws the ball as fast as they can at you, and you've got to hit it. Um, and I played that growing up, and we—I don't know how it came up—but he constantly talks about how good he is at baseball, or good he was at baseball. And uh, I was like, I would 100% be able to hit one of your, what do you call it, a pitch? One mm-hmm. of your fastball. pitches. Yeah. A fastball, yeah. Uh, and he's like, No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. I said, Well, let's bet. Let's make. Let's put some money on it. And the money we said we would do it for a charity, which obviously mine would. You guys know where my money would go if I won. Um, yeah. Autism. So we've it's it, the 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 bet or whatever was he he had ten pitches and I had to connect on one of them. That was a, like I just had to touch it on one of them. It had to stay in play, but it has to whatever you call it, not a, a um, if ball. it goes behind me or whatever. Yep, yeah, not that. But I have to I have to basically hit. I don't even have to hit it really. It just has to hit the bat and fall in front of me. <laughs> So we're going to do this? Was, he was, yeah, we just haven't had time. And it, it started in, uh, I'm pretty sure it started in the bubble, or just after the bubble. So it's obviously been a long time coming, but we had COVID and we couldn't see each other. And we, he was in New York and whatever. So um, that that's kind of the whole baseball backstory for, I know it's a, a little bit of a long story about no, it, but that's good. how it kind of came about. And it was for a lot of money. And, um, I just don't like – I'm not like you two. Like, I've played sport my whole life. Like, I'm going to be able to I, – I get – he he said he can throw it really fast or whatever. Like, I get I'll probably miss a lot of them, but I'm also not that uncoordinated that I'm going to be able to read the – like, if he's throwing 10 in a row, I'm going to be able to read when the ball's coming and when I should swing. And Timing is really I literally have to just hit the ball in front of me one time, and I don't even have to hit it. It really just has to hit the bat. Well, let's get it out at the ballpark after you guys win the title in July, man. We can have this all set up. We will. We're definitely going to do it because we've shook on it, and it's a and everybody at the start was on Donovan's side. Like, there's no way you'll hit it. And then I was like explaining the facts of of like literally, I could I could watch the first three go by and then go like, all right, this is when I need to swing. This is when you know what I mean. Like after <laughs> if he's throwing ten in a row. After the first few, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I've played sport my whole life. I'm gonna be able to pick up the reaction time of when I need a swing. I'm not saying I'm gonna smack him for a home run and run around the triangle thing with my shirt off. Bases, 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 diamond. It's not a triangle thing. <laughs> run around the sand pit with my. Um, but I'm also like extremely confident, which is why we bet quite a large number that. Um, oh, and then we thought we'd just happen. do it for charity. Uh, okay. We don't want to take each other's money, so whoever 
lost had to donate to the other person's charity of choice. There might be some jazz fans who do a little side action to, you know, raise a little more money for autism. Yeah, I assume can, we'll Donovan a, would do some kind we'll of education thing. Oh, absolutely. I'll yeah, put a 10 spot on that he blows 10 fastballs right past See, Eagles. I, we got to know more about the rules, PK, because I that's, you probably have been too... The, that's the... That's the uh, I that's have a, to hit one time. I have to connect with the ball on the bat one time. But can he in throw you? Of, like, it has but, to be in but can of he me. throw you curveballs and changeups and whatever sliders, he whatever he's got? Because he, he said he was going to throw like a fast, like his, yeah, his pitch or whatever it was, which okay. was just a fastball. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That will make it easier. Ten, the other thing with throwing ten straight is by like six, seven, eight. Nine, he's going to get tired. He doesn't play baseball for a living. Like <laughs> neither do you. <laughs> but he's. I'm just standing there with a. Oh. Hey! Hey! <laughs> Hey! hey. I, it makes oh. me mad because he thinks I can't can't do it. Um, I'm just standing there with a bat. Like all I have to do is connect one time. Oh my gosh, that was awesome! Go on, Jake. Jake oh, he did. Jake hit the dump button. Jake was enjoying the conversation so much he was going to watch that fastball sail right by him. I had to signal dump button. That's the magic word. That's why we have a dump button. Oh my gosh! All right, I'm already, that, I'm already getting the, texts from people. Rules, okay, I'm that already getting rules. I'm getting texts from people okay. who say there's zero chance this money's going to charity. So it's going to charity regardless. It's okay, whose charity? All right. I just, there's no so even if, that's what everyone in the locker room was saying at the start. No way, no way, no way. But then, like, if you actually sit down and like think about it. There's no way. And obviously I'm going to go and like hit a couple of balls before I go. I'm not just going to roll in there never facing a pitch in my life and just go on. And he's going to go and practice. He's going to roll in there. and So it has to be 10. Yeah, you'll take some 10, what's, what's called BP. Batting practice. Yeah. So, yeah. There's batting cages. But you I'm can gonna, you can for a couple of bucks. Underneath you the can, stands. Yeah, you can hit a lot of. Oh, you can go under the stands at the ballpark. Yep. Where the, where the, oh, yeah, they'll uh, hook them up. You're right. Yeah. I've thrown yeah, I'm in there. Get, I'm going to get our best player's cricket bat and go and hit the ball. There it is. But that was the only rules. I had <laughs> okay. to get one, one ball in, in front of me, like connect. It has to be a live ball or whatever. And A fair ball. A fair ball. One out of ten. That's it. One. One out of ten. Like, I'm not that bad. I know I, I, know I can't run and jump and all that, but I can stand there and hit a ball. <laughs> Got to see this. All right. Well... We love having you on, Joe, because we never know where the conversation is going, and I had no idea it was going here, but this has been awesome. I'm glad you woke up. Good luck think, with the game in I L.A. Do, do it? You what? Do you think I could hit it or no? Yeah, I think, I think you probably can. Not knowing how many pitches he can throw and whether he can start feeding you curveballs and all that, that would drop your odds. Um, oh, just gas. He's throwing gas. Yeah, he's just throwing gas. Straight I gas. think I think you're right. I think you'll be able to time a pitch and and be able to dribble one, you know, back towards the mound. Even if it, I even don't. If I think I, Mitchell pulls even if it away. hits the bat and then hits my toe, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's still. Oh man! All right, going to blow up now. Excuse my language, uh, young friends out there too. I got a bit excited about this. Have a great bleeping day, Joe. All right. <laughs> 
Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it, guys. Joe Bleepin' Ingles has joined us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Bleepin' Zone. Nothing gets him fired up like a bet with Donovan Mitchell. Yach wanted us to go to break about 10 minutes ago, but we couldn't stop that story. So we'll do a break now. Stay with us.